Hello, hello. This is Mark Turnipseed on the Empire Self Podcast, and thank you for tuning in today. I've got some exciting things to talk about. I wanted to discuss this morning something that popped into my head as I was resting in the cold plunge. Yes, I mean resting in the cold plunge. Now, the cold plunge is a place that is extremely intense. It's extremely invigorating. It's overwhelmingly challenging to find a place of rest within the cold plunge. But here's the curious thing about a cold plunge. It's a recovery tool. It's a recovery tool in that it's going to help my muscles to get better quicker after I've damaged them and caused a whole bunch of inflammation from my training. So how am I supposed to use something that causes so much discomfort for recovery? There's a lot of things. There's a lot of utensils in the triathlon world, in the athletic world that actually cause a lot of discomfort and end up causing the most comfort. In a sense, the things that that we use, the instruments that we use in athletics that that cause an initial state of discomfort, they ultimately end up affording us the potential to be able to go back out and train the next day. They also prevent us from injury, and they make us to where we're less sore the next day. So it's that incremental and that that real quick you know, burst of real strong discomfort and finding a place where you can accept that discomfort for a period of time so that once it's over, you can move through and you can, you can fully benefit from the hard work that you did inside of your training. That means once you've done something like a cold plunge or a very heavy massage or something, right? Once you go through that initial state of discomfort, then you are going to be able to recover and perform better. Now, I want to take this as I have done with a lot of different things in my life in the past five years since I started accidentally doing triathlon out of a suicide attempt, I, I wanted to take this thing and generalize it out into my everyday life, a place where it's practical for people to understand what I'm talking about. Because I don't believe that Anybody who wants to, you know, overcome, may it be addictions or depression or suicide ideation or any of those things that I had to overcome, I don't believe that triathlon's the best way. I don't believe that athletics is even the best way. But I do believe that the foundational and the principles behind the things that I go through in triathlon and endurance sports that have helped me to make sense of my world outside of sports is very, very central to human behavior in general. And it is just this. We all know what anxiety is. So look at anxiety. Anxiety is the state of flight or fight, right? It's that state of just being like, oh my God, I've got to run from this thing. I got anxious this morning while I was eating breakfast, just thinking about the fact that one of my ex-wives at this current moment is not allowing me to FaceTime. Don't know why, you know, there's there's all these types of things. It causes anxiety. Instantly inside of me, this discomfort and this anxiety makes me want to act. It makes me want to fight 
or to flee. It makes me want to run away from the thought of not being able to talk to my son, or it makes me want to fight, and it makes me want to lash out at my ex-wife, who doesn't deserve that at all at this moment. And I'm not going to go deeper into the story. You may be sitting there in your car or on your headset and being like, oh, he needs to fight, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Just let me do me, all right? Because here's the thing. When anxiety is there, I know that it's better to rest inside of that anxiety than it is to take action in flight or fight unless my life or somebody else's life depends on it. That's the whole purpose of anxiety. Otherwise, if it doesn't risk my life, then most likely, then most likely, if I rest in it, I am going to come out of it 5, 10, 20 minutes later, maybe even one minute later, or maybe a month later, I'm going to come out of it stronger and more prepared to take care of the actual content of what is the issue at play. Now, if I just started to fight, right? If I just started to fight and I don't actually rest inside of that anxiety and that discomfort, if I just wanted to fight, then what ends up happening is I end up causing more drama around me. So if I, if I picked up the phone out of my anxiety because I started to get a little bit flustered inside, I picked up my phone, call my ex-wife, start yelling at her. What's that going to do? I'm acting out of my anxiety. All that's doing is the same thing that would be happening is if I get done with a run and I start stabbing myself in the leg with a whole bunch of needles. How is that going to help my muscles recover? It's not. Anxiety is not something that guides our behaviors. Anxiety is something that helps us to recognize this is a moment to take a deep breath. This is a moment to rest within this anxiety. Anxiety, everybody, anxiety and discomfort is not something to run from unless your life or somebody else's life depends on it. Anxiety and discomfort is something to celebrate. It's something to say, thank God I have this moment of discomfort because I'll tell you one thing. Now, I don't, I don't know what happens when we die, but I do know that the things, the great things that make this life life and so freaking wonderful may not be there anymore. And if you die and you go to some heaven, right, then you're not going to have anxieties anymore. And I personally, I think this stuff is pretty freaking cool. I think it's pretty freaking rad that I can be sitting there having breakfast and all of a sudden, just a perfect day. I had been swimming in the ocean. I had been by the beach. I had been running. I had just had a perfect morning. Then all of a sudden, this little bit of anxiety is starting to come out. And I'm just like, what on earth? Why is this, you know, taking away my day? Maybe I need to run or maybe I need to fight. But in resting inside of that, instead, I gained perspective. And instead, I found myself in prayer and I found myself in love for the people in my life who I was anxious about the relationship with. So using anxiety in that way is a great opportunity to celebrate how you can transmute, how you can literally, how you can quite literally 
transmute what is happening inside, around, and outside of you and create a more pleasant and more beautiful place around you. Guys, the anxieties, the pains, the deaths, all of that stuff can lead somebody to grave, grave, grave depression. It left me to grave, grave, grave depression. But here is something else. That same anxiety, that same depression is now what fuels me every single day. And here is how. Because I rest inside of it. I begin to understand it. I begin to go, okay, here is an anxiety. Do I need to run for it? Is my life in threat? My life's not being threatened, so I'm going to rest in it, and I'm going to understand it, and I'm going to just keep taking this next step through it, much like I do in triathlon. And in that moment, once I make that decision and stop trying to run from it, in that moment, all of a sudden, the experience of it becomes awesome. My When my awe is restored, my life becomes grand. When all is restored, my life and my potential skyrockets. When all is restored, joy is filled up inside of my heart. When all is restored, I almost can't find a frown inside of my soul. When all is restored, I don't have any bit of hate in my life. And if I can find a way to be awestruck by my pains and my fears, like I do every single time that I hop into a cold plunge, if I can find a way to be awestruck by it, then I can find a way to use that to catalyst me out of my challenges, out of my depression, and into my potential. And that's where I am now. That's where I am. That's where I am. I've seen that happen time and time again. It just happened in the cold plunge this morning. It just happened uh, with the conversation with myself over my son and my ex-wife. It just happened. I experienced the transformation. I experienced the grand shift in out of the darkness and into the light. And every single day, you can do that too. If you think your anxieties and your depressions are too much, it may be because because you're trying to either fight or flee from them. And maybe just what you need is actually not to fight or flee from them. It's not to recognize them as evil and bad. It's to recognize them as great, glorious gifts and guideposts that you now get to use to recover and to restore and to bring your light out of the darkness and shine it brighter than it ever has shined before. So please... Next time you get anxious in traffic, slow down instead of speeding up. Try to go against the flow for once. The next time that a politician says something that irks you and makes you so mad that you want to take action and start screaming at your neighbor or start screaming at your best friend or start punching on your family member, take a step back. Rest inside the anxiety. Hold on to it until it passes. Watch yourself transform from hate and anger, from despair, from depression, and watch the light begin to just radiate out from you. And when it does, 
other people's light starts shining back onto you as well. And that's why in my life now, I find it very challenging almost to go find somebody of bad influence in my life who's going to bring me down. I don't have them anymore. They really almost just don't exist. I I come into contact with them sometimes in traffic. Besides that, it's like when you when you make this shift, y'all, when you stop running from your anxieties and you start resting in it and you start staying at that space in between, man, you start to only you really only start existing in the light and when you want to use the darkness, when you want to go and experience it so that you can bring it out, then you can. So when you start to experience that depression and anxiety, then you go, okay, what is this? Let's dive into it. Let's dive into this depression a little bit. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm starting to have depressed thoughts, so I'm just going to dive in a little bit deeper. But I'm telling you, if you dive in a little bit deeper and you look at those depressive thoughts and you sit there and you really contemplate and you really hold on to that discomfort and you don't run away and you accept it and you then start to praise that, if you can start to praise your depression and your anxieties, then all of a sudden what you have done is you have combated darkness with light. You have combated hate with love. You have combated what they call evil with good. That's it, guys. That's how we combat love. That's how we can take love and combat evil. That's how we can we can that's how we can spread love throughout this world. Just just staying inside the, of that discomfort a little bit and beginning to praise it. And when we do, when we do it for ourselves, then we can start to do it for the rest of the world, right? Then we can start to take it out and we can start to use that to connect with other people on a deeper level than they've ever connected with people and that I've ever connected with people, right? Because here now we are starting to connect in our suffering. We're starting to connect in our compassion towards one another rather than our zeal and our anxieties, right? Rather than with our frustrations and our all misaligned and malaligned energetic profiles. Instead, we get to stay on the same line, the same thread work, the same, um, this, the same beam of light that's rolling right through all of us, you know, and that is compassion. That is, that is that we are all in suffering. That is that we're all in this imperfectly perfect, beautifully ugly world, right? And we have to praise it all. When we praise it all, when we bring light to all of it, then all of a sudden, it's not so bad anymore. So please, 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 I would love for you to try this little exercise. So next time an anxiety comes up, all I want you to do is try for one minute, just one short minute to feel that anxiety before taking action. Feel that anxiety and do this for me. I want you to take that anxiety and put it in front of your face. Put it in front of your face like it's a little 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 marble, like a little marble floating up in front of you. And I want you to look at that little marble that's floating up in front of you as if your feeling has now come outside of your body and is now sitting right in front of your face. And I want you to just look at that little marble and I want you to question. I want you to ask that little marble, little marble, are you going to kill me or are you here to show me how fucking amazing this world is? 
And then, after you answer your question, then you can take action. I'm over and out. That's Empire Self. I am your host, Mark A. Turnipseed. All right, everybody have a wonderful day.